want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. Follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with all my book releases, book tour, all that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. Uh, really excited to have Michelle Kripalani on the line today. Um, he's the CEO of Extality and then also the president and CEO of Ocean House Media. Uh, Michelle, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. So I can see that you're doing quite a bit. I mean, you have a quite a bit of business background, and you're doing some really interesting things with um, augmented reality and virtual reality, and I, wa- I really want to get into those because this is definitely a hot topic. Um, but before we get into that, let's just start with your background. How did you get started in business as an entrepreneur? Sure, sounds good. Well, right out of university from uh, University of California, San Diego, Uh, Back in 1989, I started my first interactive multimedia design company. So we were doing interactive design long before uh, the Internet, long before um, CD-ROMs and the rest of it, and ran that company for about two years and really learned quite a lot about how to do a client service business, Um, but really wasn't following my passion. Uh, My real passion was video games at the time. And so in the early 90s, in about 91, I got together with a bunch of friends from high school and college, and we started an um, uh, independent game development studio called Presto Studios. And we ran that for about 11 years. And uh, what's interesting during that time is we ended up creating the world's first photorealistic adventure game. And uh, for a while there, we had the number one uh, best-selling game in the United States when we did uh, Miss 3. And um, really, over a period of about a decade, just had a ton of fun working with some of my best friends and um, creating some games that are still uh, sort of video game lore uh, today. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. I think I think that's the, the American dream right there, <laughs> going to college and, um, and then starting a business with your buddies after college and it being wildly successful. Um, that's amazing, especially in something like gaming that you obviously all had that common passion for. Um, so some of the people listening are just, you know, graduating college or maybe they've been out of school for a year or two. Um, what kind of advice would you give them in terms of, you know, following their passion and pursuing um, something that maybe um, they didn't necessarily go to school for? Well, you know, it's interesting because I actually went to school for uh, visual arts and then found myself doing a lot of interactive design and computer work. So, um, you know, you never really know exactly how your path is going to is going to lead you. Um, the biggest thing I always tell people is to get involved in something that you're really passionate about, especially if you want to start a business, um, because in running a business and being an entrepreneur, there are going to be rainy days. I, you can guarantee it. And when, when the times get really, really tough, you want to absolutely have a passion for what you're doing, because otherwise it's just too easy to give up on it. So mm. I, al- I always, um, anytime I start a business, I'm really asking myself, um, you know, how much do I believe in this? Would I be do- would I would I still be doing this if I wasn't getting paid? Because um, oftentimes you won't be, especially in those early days. Um, you know, and I'm a big proponent of starting businesses without investing a lot of uh, capital, without going to venture capital and and going out to various uh, means of capital. I just think that uh, it's a I believe to build a better, stronger foundation for business when you have to bootstrap it up and you have to be really conscious about every dollar that you're spending. I think you end up making wiser choices in those early days. 
Yeah, it seems to me like people that maybe are really good at raising capital and maybe sometimes then, you know, there's it's a thing, raising too much capital can be bad um, overall. Um, just having that bigger purse to pull from to spend on things or to be sold things by vendors that you think are going to um, change the bottom line. If they don't, then you find yourself just with the burn rate out of control and um, not making exactly what you wanted um, coming in. Um, that, that's great, though, and great advice. Um, so let, let's transition. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing uh, present day. Let's just uh, maybe start out with Ocean House Media. So what are you doing there, and how do you help your clients, please? Sure. So Ocean House Media is an app development company that we've had now for over 10 years. Um, again, we bootstrapped it up. My wife and I started the business out of our living room. And uh, what we do with Ocean House is we've developed 600 apps over the last 10 years. The model has been to license content in, so we're official license partner of Dr. Seuss um, and a lot of other kids' brands and a lot of other self-help and metaphysical brands. We take that content, we generate apps, and we become basically a digital publisher of that work. So um, if you know anyone or, you know, if, if you have kids in your life, if you've ever seen a child learning how to read using Cat in the Hat on an iPad, uh, that would be work that we've done and basically uh, repeat that out times 600. And um, that's how we built Ocean House Media. And we're, we're very proud. In 2013, it was the 114th fastest growing private company in the U.S. Wow, that's amazing. Um, let's talk more about Extality. Um, so how, what are you doing there, and how do you help your clients there? So Extality was founded about a year ago. And, yeah, right now I'm running both businesses concurrently. And the core purpose of Extality is to design, um, uh, to deliver high-end software services for enterprise clients that need um, augmented reality or virtual reality solutions. So uh, to simplify that, for example, one of the clients we're just able to talk about now is um, CNN. We've been working with CNN for the last year, and we've been using our high-end um, computer graphics and uh, design skills to basically envision what the news would look like in augmented reality on, for example, a Magic Leap headset. So um, uh, we've also done a lot of other work for clients we haven't been able to talk about, but in the last 13 months since we started this business, um, it's been amazingly fantastic what we're getting to work with. And we fully believe that augmented reality is the future and will become as ubiquitous as mobile phones have been in the last 10 years. Augmented reality over the course of the next couple of years should come in and, and start to replace mobile phones, and that's exactly where we want to be. Can you give me an example of that? I want to build on that concept a little bit more because I've heard one or two people talk about that trend and um, maybe just build how you feel it could replace mobile phones because I, I can't just personally, I can't visualize it yet, but I'm sure it can. Sure. So if you think about um, – let's. PCs and desktops are kind of like the first major computing revolution, and you would walk to your desk and you would have your system there. Uh, mobile phones became the second computing revolution, but now you could take your computer with you, and everywhere you went, your computer was in your hand. And really what's happening with augmented reality, some call it the third revolution or maybe the fourth, depending on how you want to count it. It really doesn't matter. It's the next revolution. What you're doing is you're taking the computer and actually putting it um, – so that the display becomes a part of your eyewear. So imagine putting on a pair of sunglasses while you're looking around the world and actually seeing the real world. You now have computer vision that's supplementing that view. So 
Um, in an entertainment setting, for example, you might choose to add, you know, jellyfish to your space or a waterfall or something like that, totally change the decor of your room. As you walk around, everything that you would see would be completely stuck and your brain is actually convinced that it's real. Now that's entertainment, but where you have a real application is think about in medicine, how a doctor could use this in surgery or in any type of production factory environment where you could start to get instructions overlaid on what you're doing. Um, with the network TV stuff we're doing, we're trying to envision what news would look like when it's away from a two-dimensional HDTV screen. So, you know, the opportunities are endless, um, and we just think that putting on a computer in the future is going to be as simple as just putting on your glasses and walking out the door of your house. Wow, that's great. So then just so that I, I, I can visualize it, so I put on, you know, my, these glasses, um, and then I um, can go about my day like normal, and I could be, um, you know, walking, whatever, walking the dog, and at the same time getting in my feed of maybe things I need to do or certain tasks or phone calls I need to make, and I can be as simple as um, still living my life and doing certain things, but then having this, like, almost like, I don't know if the correct word is an overlay, but something that's, you know, taking place at the same time that I can choose to either dismiss it or to, you know, snooze that task or or um, the next thing. So would this, this seems to me like, I guess, uh, you know, some people would, uh, I guess it goes from way back when, the, the whole watch thing and the Apple Watch and all these mm -hmm. things that never really, in my opinion, have taken off off. Like, I don't think they've replaced um, um, phones, and I don't think they will just because for whatever reason. But that being mm -hmm. said, this, it almost kind of like jumps over all of that. It, it really does. And this is also where the word augmented comes from because it's mm -hmm. augmented reality because we're augmenting what we're already seeing in the real world. Um, and with the example of walking the dog, like imagine how you would do your maps. Like today on your phone, you pull up your map and you got to look at your little screen to see where you're going and you're going back and forth and back and forth. But in your augmented reality glasses, you could actually have a big gigantic arrow going down the road or where you're supposed to turn or whatever it happens to be. We don't necessarily see these systems totally replacing the phone. We think it's going to be a supplement to it. Um, you know, nothing's been announced by Apple and a lot of these other partners, but we believe that the form factor that will probably become most successful is going to be a pair of glasses, either with a cable or a wireless, that actually connects to your handheld device. Because the device itself is what's going to provide the power the battery, all the processing, all the network connectivity, and then the glasses just become a new way of displaying the information. So you're replacing your little screen on your phone, your big screen on your desk, um, and then, you know, I honestly, I could go on for hours. I know you probably don't have a lot of time, um, but really the two things are happening. One is it's giving you the display. The second, more important, is that the glasses know your world. It knows the 3D geometry, and then it's able to resolve the two. Uh, that's a whole separate hours-long conversation. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, excited it blows your mind. You have me all excited. I just want oh, to I, hey, I'll move, stay on as move, long as you move, like. Uh, you move, know. These, move everything off my desk now. Let me just put on my glasses, <laughs> and I'm going to be in a yeah. much nicer world. Come on, pull up that computer. Let's get all Iron Man out. I'm in. <laughs> I like it's, it. I love to hear people like you working and uh, and making this happen and making it a reality, making augmented reality, reality, reality. Is that right? This is, this is what this 
is what we get to do all day, right? I mean, and this is how it came about because my buddy, I mean, I was already running Ocean House. Ocean House was already successful. And my buddy's like, hey, we got to get into this business. And I'm like, come on. And they're like, no, 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 it's the time. You got to do it. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Run both of these things? And they're like, yeah. I was like, all right. So, you know, that's how, you know, entrepreneurs like myself find ourselves overworked. It's not because, like, we're just cruising to work so much. It's because it's all amazing, it's all fun, and we don't want to say no. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's a great story. Um, so if somebody wants to get more information on either Ocean House or Xtality, and what are the websites, what are the best way for them to get in touch? Well, Ocean House is really easy. You can just go to omapp.com, O-M-A-P-P.com. Extality is really straightforward. It stands for extended reality. So it's uh, E-X-T-A-L-I-T-Y. I think if I spelled that right, extended reality, extality. And if people just want to know about me, they can find me at michellecripolani.com, which is M-I-C-H-E-L-K-R-I-P-A-L-A-N-I.com. All right, Michelle. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Um, and to the listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe write reviews, all that good stuff we do to uh, support podcasts. Really appreciate it. And uh, thank you again, Michelle, for coming on the show.